You know, we can't make people obey God, but we can we can yield to the Spirit of God. I'm going to just go right on this second. So you can stay right here by me. Come on over here. That way, yeah. Go right there on this side of me. That way, this elbow is a good kitchen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we, like demons, influence people and pull them this way. Hold them in a place. They have to give the ultimate yield to the enemy but we with our prayers hold them here they have to yield to the Holy Ghost but we hold them here in prayer we lay hold on them things where we have authority even a little authority Jesus said a little mustard seed would do great things hallelujah 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 you can't always believe you receive things for every situation you can for you but we can hold people a lot of times in prayer that's what we're doing we're holding them for the will of God for the will of God and the Bible says that the Holy Ghost takes hold together with us Romans 8 26 says that the Holy Ghost takes hold together with us come with me brother right up here yes grab that elbow so if I'm gonna move this I'm a weenie, so, okay, this is really heavy. It's, it's super heavy. So normally I can at least budget. I can kind of, but I sure wouldn't want to drop it on my toe. Not at all. You can be seated for a second. Hallelujah. But this brother, I'm trying to move a situation. I'm trying to change a situation. All I can do is wiggle it. I'm trying to change and move a situation. But when I come in and get the Holy Ghost, hi, Holy Ghost, when I come in and get the Holy Ghost to take hold together with me. Wow, look at that. How easy we can pick that up together. Some things you can't move or change. How many know the plans in the flesh are just us wiggling it? Sometimes we're, we want to tell them. Now we know, we've been through this, this is the best way you should do this. We, we know, and sometimes you even pick up the plan of God for somebody, and you can see, and you see in the Word, the, the best. But the best is to get the Holy Ghost together with you. Take home together with you. And Romans 8.26 says this, that he takes hold together with us against, against what? Against the weaknesses of our flesh, against the enemy, against attacks, against sickness. That word literally right there means all of that. Takes hold together with us against. God gave us a weapon. I'm telling you, it's praying in other tongues. And it says that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us, takes hold together with us. How? It didn't say that he gets up in the morning and grabs your towel. It says prayer and intercession 
how do we take hold against the enemy? Come on, Holy Ghost. How do we do this against the enemy? Prayer. We pray. He takes hold together with us against the enemy. Takes hold together with us. For when we know not what. Know not what. Did you notice it didn't say that we don't know, know not how? Hmm. No, not what? You know, if I wanted to pray for you, let's say you kept coming up. Have you ever had somebody come up in your heart? Yeah, you've been thinking about somebody. And then two weeks later, you hear they died. And you think, gee, I was thinking about them. You know, or you hear some tragedy happen to them. You think, gee, you know, we just love them. Isn't that noble to think about people? Everybody say it's noble. Noble to think about people. Hallelujah. But uh, if you want to help them, you can pray. So when we pray with our understanding, the Bible says... We pray with the Spirit and we pray with our understanding. We sing with the Spirit, we sing with our understanding. But it says this, when we pray in the Holy Ghost, we pray out mysteries. Literally, that word, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, is divine secrets. The Holy Ghost knows some secrets. Who's it a secret to? The Holy Ghost? No, it's a secret to us a secret does. The other day I was talking to pastors today. Don't you love your pastors? You guys are so blessed. Man, faithful. Faithful and true. A faithful man shall abound with blessing and faithful are you. And you will abound and there's even more to come more to come so that you can run, run, run. Doors of utterance are opening unto you. Doors of victory. Doors. We were in the back praying before the service and we were praying something about buildings. And I don't know that I've been praying about buildings at all. And you know, here recently, I keep praying out Rhonda. And the night it dawned on me, I'm in a church with Rhonda. I thought, isn't that something? Holy Ghost, wow. When we don't know what, everybody say what. What to pray for as we ought. Jesus told the disciples, he said, you go wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with power. What happened when the power came? Uh, yes, there was some manifestation. Everybody remember, are you all okay up here? You want to sit down? You okay? Don't pass out. Hallelujah. You need to sit down, sit down, it's okay. Band, you can't go anywhere. Um, uh, you know, it's really something to get a group of people that'll flow. Wow. That flow with the Holy Ghost, that flow. Don't care about being seen, don't care about, just want Him. And we'll learn to yield to Him the way He's yielding, the way He goes. Hallelujah. And so... What was I talking about? Do you remember? Now, you, your job is to remember where I was. Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Buildings. We were praying. 
thank you. The Holy Ghost is down there too. How'd you get down there when you're up here, Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Yeah. So uh, uh, we're praying buildings. We're praying, praying stuff out there. God's doing stuff. He's doing things. But I was talking to your pastors today. We've been praying some things out by the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said this. He goes, you go wait in Jerusalem. You go wait. There was a whole bunch of them there, and they ended up with a whole lot less. Isn't that something that Jesus, the head of the church, in a cloud, getting ready to take off, getting ready to go, said, don't miss this, go to Jerusalem. And people went, ah, I got a few things I got to do. Isn't that something? You know, we feel bad when people don't obey God. Jesus told them, and they didn't. Not everybody's, not everybody's going to receive the message, but the message is out. What happened when they received Deutimus? Because that's what the Bible says came on them, is Deutimus came on them. What the one word in Strong's, before you get down in there and all the other stuff, the one word in Strong's that Deutimus means is this miraculous power. I'm telling you, we are anointed when we receive the Holy Ghost. Jesus said there are baptisms, and one of the immersions, one of the baptisms that we are to receive is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's an immersion in deutimus. It's an immersion in power. Why can me and the Holy Ghost do this? Because of deutimus. Wow, I'm going to have a sore arm tomorrow. Why can we do that? Deutimus, an immersion. What happened? Yes, tongues of fire. Yes, uh, power. But how did that come? Okay, what does the fire represent? Represents power, represents God, represents Him landing on them. But what came every time people received the Holy Ghost? Other tongues. The ability to pray when we don't know what to pray for as we ought. And Paul corrected some things in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 14. He corrected some things in chapter 12 that there was a little bit. These people got so excited in Corinth about the Holy Ghost that they they were speaking in tongues all the time in a service, everybody all at the same time. And people have taken everything out of context there and said, no, you don't need that. Jesus himself said, you need to go and you need to get this. And even at Ephesus, even at Antioch, even at other places there, uh, when they were preaching to them, the Holy Ghost fell on them as at the beginning and they received and they all spoke with tongues. They got a supernatural weapon. Guys, have you ever, you're gonna laugh. This is a girl thing right here, Holy Ghost. So have you ever used your phone and charged it at the same time? Have you ever used apps and been charging at the same time? So this is Holy Ghost. We can plug in 
I can open the app of prayer. I can open up the app of I'm seeing you begin to pray for you. What happens when I begin to pray for you? Romans 8.26 says we begin to pray out the perfect will of God. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 says we pray out divine secrets, mysteries, secrets. So I don't know how to pray for you. God bless him. He keeps coming up. Well, George, I just keep thinking about George. God bless George and his four and no more. God bless him. Bless his car. Bless his dog. Bless his house. God bless him. Well, you can pray the Ephesians prayers over him. That's a good one. You can pray the uh, Colossians prayers over him. That's a good one. Yeah, you can pray all that over him. But the, the Holy Ghost wants to take hold together with us against things we don't even know. What do we don't know about that grandchild? What do we don't know about our kids? You sense something. Thinking about them. Thinking about them. Take hold. You might be taking hold and I might be over here just toodaloo. Is anything moving? No. But when I take hold with the Holy Ghost. So I was telling your pastors today, I said, you know, I'd been praying about a situation for somebody, and I said I could sense that the Holy Ghost wasn't taking hold together with me, even praying in the Holy Ghost. So I stopped and I said, God, I said, I sense I'm not praying the right direction here. I said, help me pray right about this situation. How many know God wants to help you take hold together with the Spirit of God so that you can move this thing? What's the purpose? So that we can get goosebumps? No, so we can move some things. Move some things. And I said, I don't, I said, help me. And you know what? Too long, I was in a service uh, later on that day, and the Holy Ghost showed me exactly where I was missing it, showed me exactly what was going on, gave me a revelation of where I was missing it, and then I was able to come take hold together with Him better. Don't just pray mindlessly. But I can pray while I'm taking hold together, while we're taking hold together with the Holy Ghost. We're plugged in to the charger. The apps are open, but baby, guess what's happening to you? When I'm praying for you in the Holy Ghost, when I sense you and I begin to rambandande gelo groche, Father, you know what's going on with them. Ambre gelo bro jeze, le gregeji zombre benye, ana manja zombre begaline ne jingere beso. As I'm praying out the perfect will of God for you. Because Romans 8, 26 says that when we pray in the Spirit, verse 27 says that we pray out the perfect will of God for you. Wow. But while I'm doing that, this is what's happening to me. Jude 20. Beloved, keeping yourselves in the love of God by praying in the Holy Ghost. Literally, it says this, charging up yourself. So when I'm praying for you, 
My app is open, but I'm on the charger. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm getting charged. I can pray for you for an hour and come out charged. Here we go. Woo. Hallelujah. <laughs> come out charged. Some of you have been praying for your kids and you're, you're in the balance. You're doing this. You're going, God, is everything okay? Ask him. Father, show me exactly. Help me to hook up with the Holy Ghost exactly. He will hook up. We will hook up with him. And he'll take hold together with us against the enemy, against that. When we know not what to pray for as we ought, the Spirit makes intercession for us according to the will of God. Divine secrets, divine mysteries, we can hold them right here. We can hold them right here. Take hold. Every once in a while when I'm praying for somebody that I don't know, you cannot believe that you receive healing for somebody you don't know. And somebody's uncle's brother's dog that asked you to pray that was in a wreck and got ran over, you know, pray. You can pray their eyes open. You can pray the power. You can hold them and pray in the Holy Ghost and take hold together with the Holy Ghost. But you cannot believe that you receive for them. How do we pray there? We take hold together with Him. The Bible calls it persevering in prayer. The Bible uh, calls it another word too that I can't think of right now. It starts with a P. Do you remember that word? Persistence, perseverance. It's another prayer word. I just forgot it. But it works. <laughs> Aren't you glad the Holy Ghost takes together, holds together with us against the enemy? Hmm. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some things are coming up in some people's lives, some situations where you've been uh, concerned and even questioning God. Is this your timing? Is this, is this it? And the Holy Ghost is saying this. Spend a little extra time right now praying out the perfect will and plan of God. Get over in the Spirit and let the Holy Ghost take hold together with you. And the plan will be revealed unto you. Divine secrets. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plan, says the Lord. Have you ever felt like he knew and he was had a lip lock? Like you, I'd like to know. I'm glad you know. I'd like to know. How do we know? Divine secrets. We get over and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray about that situation. Isaiah chapter 40 down there towards the end says this. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Literally in the Hebrew, uh, you could, one of the things that means, I hope Rick Renner isn't watching this. One of the things that means in context is this, literally 
a change. It says we change our strength. We change our strength. So it's that, that plug-in in that app. We get in His presence. We get in His presence and we begin to, to hear the plan. We, be, we begin to pray out the plan. One day we walked into prayer. We prayed. Uh, I don't know if y'all know it, but my sweetie pie husband took off for heaven on me two years ago. And I'm going to slap him when I get there. Real good. <laughs> y'all are like, Jesus probably won't let me slap him. But uh, he's a sweetie pie. He's, he, he went to heaven. He, he got done. And he went to heaven. Hallelujah. How many know the Bible says it's far better? Far better. You know, I'm convinced this is Cindy Black theology. This is not, uh, this is taking some artistic liberality in this theology right here. But I'm convinced that the reason God doesn't tell us so much more about heaven because we would all write notes. Here's how you get saved. See you. We're going to jump off the, uh, the biggest building we can find. We're out of here because it's so awesome. You're not dead. You're alive. And a matter of fact, your body that you get, this body is no longer subject to sickness, no longer subject to anything else. I'm telling you, this body, now you can hold your breath and swim in the river of life. This body, you can eat cinnamon rolls. That body, there's no more curse. There's no more death. Hallelujah. And someday death, there will be no more death. Death is a temporary thing. Very soon, there's not going to be anymore for the rest of eternity. Death will never be anymore. Anymore. Anything associated with death, anything that would lead you to death, Jesus conquered. Jesus conquered on the cross. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, all fear stems from the fear of death. Why are you afraid of spiders? Are you afraid of spiders? He's like, no way. I'm, I want to admit it if I am. <laughs> okay, good. Yes. Just go. What, what, what somebody who would be afraid of spiders? What about somebody who's afraid of flying? What about somebody who's afraid of uh, heights? What are you afraid of? You're afraid you'll get bit by a spider and die. Really? What are you afraid of heights? You're afraid you'll fall off and die. What are you afraid of flying? You're afraid if there's a wreck, you'll die. How many know Jesus conquered all that? When you have a fear, any anything. One time our, our staff, one of our staff members, she, she's married to a guy and they have three girls. And I looked at him one day and I said, God bless you, brother. Because all three of those girls, if somebody said spider, they all went, and ran off, you know. And one day I told her, I said, I'm going to tell you something right now. You need to reverse that with your little girls. And you need to get a hold of that because that will hinder your faith in other areas. She looked at me. She goes, Pastor, it's a spider. Do you like spiders? I said, I do not. But I said, I refuse to be full of fear against them. Now, how many know fear comes? What do you do with it? 
One day we were flying. I was flying on a private jet with somebody, not my private jet. I was blessed to get to fly on a private jet with somebody else. I was flying home from a meeting with them, and the enemy was just doing this to my head. What are you going to do, Bruce Dyes? What are you going to do? 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 And I mean, I didn't mean to, but I just blurted it out. I said, I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I said, I'll go to Mexico and start three orphanages, and I'll step all over your head. You will not hold me captive. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll go preach the gospel all over the world. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And this was like... 20 years before he ever died. Hallelujah. Face it. Jesus conquered it. We don't have to be afraid of it. We don't have to be afraid of not being supplied. We don't have to be afraid of anything. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, do you remember why I started that story? Because I have forgotten. Anybody remember why I started that story? It was really good. The fear, Jesus conquered your body. I'm going backwards. We're, we're, we're putting the reverse button. <laughs> God wants you to have victory in every area of your life. He wants you to be able to pray out the perfect will and plan of God. He wants you to be saturated with dudamus, saturated with the power of God. You can pray out the power of God. You can pray about situations. We can hold people there. How many know that demons influence people? We can hold them there in prayer so that God can influence them, so that angels can work there. And at the same time, we're built up and charged up. I remember where I was. Isn't that good? Isaiah chapter 40, the great exchange. He exchanged, we exchange our strength for His strength when we pray in the Holy Ghost, when we get into His presence. Don't fight this thing alone. Don't, don't fight your problems right here. Remember that old song? Uh, what a fellowship, what a joy to find Leaning on the everlasting arms What a blessedness, joy and peace are mine the everlasting arms. Come on, let's sing it. I am leaning. I am leaning. Safe and secure from all along. I am a leaning. Come on, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come on, Grandpa. I am leaning. <laughs> Okay, then there's another one that's like, what have I to fear? Is that the same song? What have I to dread? Lean, thank you. Leaning on the everlasting. Oh, what blessedness. Then there's another one that goes, what's the other one that goes? Oh, what joy we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. See? All because we do not care.
charged up. We exchange. And it, notice it says wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord. It says the young men will fail. The young lions lack and have hunger. The, the, even the strong, you know, fail. But it says those who wait. Sometimes we come in and take hold together with the Holy Ghost just waiting. Just waiting all because we do not carry. Lord, I'm not going to carry this thing. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I know this thing's been on my head all day. I know I've been thinking about it since this morning. Forgive me, Jesus. Forgive me. I'm waiting on you, Lord. I cast it over on you. Sometimes it's like a booger. It won't come off. <laughs> shock factor, brother. Shock factor. <laughs> So what you do is keep I thank you Jesus I lay it right here thank you Lord you take hold thank you Lord you take it you take hold together with how you see in this Holy Ghost how you see in this how you see in this I'm waiting Am I just going, would you hurry up? No. No. What does a waiter do? Somebody help me. What can I get you? Today we had a waiter. He flipped his little paper and he said, what can I get you? And I said, here's my order. He took my order. Took my order. I'm waiting. What can I get you? Holy Ghost, how you seeing this? How you seeing this? Lord, I know I'm missing it. I know I'm not praying the right way. How you seeing this? Father, forgive me for carrying that. Forgive me for worrying. Lord, I lay that right there. How you seeing this? How you seeing this? How's your word see it, Lord? Mindless confessions so that you can get to a hundred by your stripes I'm healed 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 you might as well say twinkle twinkle little star twinkle twinkle little star twinkle twinkle little star heady 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 now your mind has to do seven things your mind needs to be renewed your mind needs to be washed your mind needs to be sometimes healed your soul Jesus said he'd heal it there's seven things transformed, metamorphosized that your mind, that I can find there might be more than that with your mind but people want to operate right here with the Holy Ghost and get his plan 
Jesus told the woman at the well, he said, the time has come and even now is. He said, God is a spirit. You know what? He even told Nicodemus that, who was a master in religion, a master in Judaism, a master. And he said, Nicodemus, he said, what you're looking for is like the wind. You can't see it. You can see what it does. And he said, what are you talking about? He said, Nicodemus, he said, if you're going to know him, you're going to have to know this, Nicodemus. The woman at the well, he said, God is a spirit. And the time is, she said, uh, don't you love that precious woman? You know, she kind of gave him some lip when he first started. Did you remember that? He goes, he goes, can I, can you get some water, please? And she goes, I, I'm a woman and a Samaritan, and who are you to ask me? You know, because women at that time were really in a bad place. How many know that God is blessing us, but we don't have to fight in the flesh for a place? God said to that woman with lip, he said, God's got something for you that you don't have to find yourself and get society to move women up to a place. He said, I'll, the time is now. I'll move you. I'll move you. He said, I've got living water. She said, give me some of that water. I want some of that. And I love this. He said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is, the gift and the man, how many know that men sustain gifts? Gifts don't operate alone. The Holy Ghost, there might be gifts floating around in here tonight. Gifts operate through men. The problem sometimes with men is there's no integrity, no character, no substance, no godliness, no life of God in them to sustain the gift. So we got to take care of that too. How many know Jesus did that? And he said, be just like me, act just like me, be just like me. And then he says to her, he said, go get your husband. And she says this, uh, I'm not married. He said, and I love this. Here's a gift of the spirit. This is God flowing through a man. This is God flowing through us, church. This is God flowing through us at Walmart, at Longhorns, at Olive Garden. Now we're getting hungry. This is God flowing through us. And uh, he says, yeah, you've been married five times. The guy you're living with right now isn't your husband. You're living with him, but he's not your husband. She went, uh, I sense you're a prophet. How many know you? Deutimus. And she says, uh, yeah. And then he says, uh, uh, he says, God's a spirit. God's got something for you. And I love it when he tells her that. He says, your husband, the guy you're living with, she fires back a question. Boom, immediately. How many know she's been thinking about this? She's been laying in bed, feeling like an absolute failure, feeling rejected. By society, rejected by men, rejected in whatever way. 
defensive. People just don't think up questions like this on the, on the fly. She goes, who's right? She said, they say to worship at this mountain. The Jews say to worship in Jerusalem. Where is it? And I love this. Jesus moves her uh, gaze off of a place onto God. And she, he says, the time is God is a spirit. The time has come when this is your answer. This is your answer. And I love what she did. The disciples come back and they're like, why is Jesus talking to a woman? Especially a Samaritan woman. You know, and, and uh, uh, he's, they're looking at him and she runs off. And she goes, and t this is what she tells the town. What did Jesus say to her? You've had five husbands and the guy you're living with it right now is not your husband. And this is what she tells him. He told me everything I've ever done. Did he? Not really. What happened? The Holy Ghost landed on her. Light and revelation came. A door of utterance was open in her. And they said that they came out to see because of what she said. And then, okay, this is Jesus now listen to what he said to the woman uh, who came and said, Jesus, heal my daughter. And he said, you don't have a covenant. The, you know, the, it really, this is for the covenant children. Jesus spends two days with people with no covenant. Two days stays with people with no covenant. My friend, Jesus the healer, Jesus the savior, Jesus the need meter, Jesus the answer, Jesus is wanting to do some things through us. He wants to take hold together with us. He wants to help us. He wants to flow through us. Now is the time. Now is the time when he's spirit and we're looking here. We're flowing out of this. What are you, we're figuring it out. And he's going, just right here. Just give way right here. Hey, can I pray for you? I know we're in Walmart, but would you mind if I pray for you? People don't, oh yeah, would you? They're thinking tomorrow at your house, you're going to pray for them. You touch them. Jesus, they've been having such a hard time. Things have been bad. And they're like, how do you know? How did you know that? We're just flowing not here. We're not praying heady prayers. We're taking by his stripes I'm healed and landing it here. Praise God. Somebody in here, you've, you've been believing for healing and you've been going, God, why isn't this thing working? Why isn't it working? And God said, because you're heady. And I'm not Bless, bless you. We've all been there. We've all done that. Don't, don't get under condemnation here. I, hear, I heard him say, hook in right here. Get hooked in right here. And the answer will come. The power will start flowing. You know, uh, my daddy was a contractor. And uh, 
he was an electrical contractor, and it was the funniest thing you ever saw. Are you a plumber? No. When you saw him try to be a plumber, it was so funny. Things would happen that ought not happen with plumbing, you know. And so uh, one time, uh, me and my brothers were at my aunt's house, and my aunt was in the hospital, and so we were all at her house and trying to take a shower, and not one shower was working. And so my daddy's gone to heaven, but my brothers get, got the same anointing on plumbing that my daddy had. And so I told him, I said, this is no joke. I'm in the shower in Fresno, California. I'm in the shower, and that shower's like, starts out, and all of a sudden it goes, and I have soap in my hair. And I turned around, and I said, in the name of Jesus, you work. You will work right now in Jesus' name. And it went, started again. You know, and I'm like, stay working. I'm talking to it the whole time. I'm, Jesus, name. <laughs> the name of Jesus. I get up, and I told him, I go, none, no, this is the only shower that works. And I said, I had to speak to it in the name of Jesus to get it to come back on in the middle of it. And they, they were laughing. They are like, so my brother goes in, and he takes the shower head off, and he goes, look at this. And in the pipe was this big old wad of junk. And then in that shower thing, it was just, I don't even know, it was a miracle of God that I got the soap out. I'm, when I looked at that, I said, it was a miracle. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. And so he takes a rod and he, he pulls it out and he, he cleans that thing out. And then he put it back on and man, he turned that shower on and it went, you know, and I, I thought, isn't that just like the Holy Ghost? Here, we're the pipe, but we've got some stuff clogging that power sometimes. Worry, you know, us just trying to figure it out. And God's saying the whole time, for I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for good, not for evil. Plans for a future and a hope. Plans for an expected end. I know what I'm doing. I've proved it all out. I've planned it, God says. And we're going, God, please make a plan. Please make a plan. We're trying to come up with the plan. And God's going, just look right here. Right here. How do you do that? We wait on him. Oh, We open up an app. Oh, And he goes, you've been worrying. Ooh, I'm sorry. Shake that booger off. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And God, this is happening, but you know the plan. I don't know what to pray for, but you do. Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm taking hold together with you. Whoever that was in here, the Holy Ghost said to tell you this. That could be all of us, because how many know we're all we all have faith projects we're believing for? But somebody specifically is believing you've been like a healing. And you even said, I heard I heard your voice say, God, how come this isn't working? How come this isn't working? And he said, He said, get in my presence wait on me and clean clean some of that stuff out and the power will flow the power will flow we're the pipe all we got to do is get get that cleaned out take hold together with him and the power will flow
Hallelujah.